0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Six, Jordan, open, Chicago
1: with the lead!
2: Bryant, to A game, not a game, not a game, we talking about practice. With
1: no record
0: for human
2: life, baby's gone
0: too Back out to Allen, his free pointer bang! Curry for three! Wow, unbelievable! Making it rain in New York. We the North are now we the champions. Not the destination, it's the journey. Mamba out. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys NBA podcast. I'm here with my good friends, colleagues, uh, Jermaine and Cal, how are you, you boys doing? Doing well, Mitchie, how you going? I'm, I'm doing well, mate. Um, good to catch up with you. And, and Jermaine is coming in live from the uh, the studios of TNT. Yeah, just reporting from Atlanta, Georgia. Just
1: uh, here with my boys, Andy, Kenny, Charles and Shaq. Hey, so uh, I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm glad you can take some time out of your busy schedule to, to tune in with us, us Australians. Yeah, no worries,
1: mate. No worries.
0: <laughs> uh, so... A little bit of news today, boys. We, um, normally we'd record the, the podcast on a Wednesday night here at our time, but we, we happen to sort of be unavailable and so we're recording on Thursday. night. And lucky we did because, you know, we had these fake trades for James Harden lined up. But in actual fact, James Harden was traded today. <laughs> um, he's been traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Now obviously, this was the rumoured trade going into the season and everything like that. And and actually, Callum, just on the most recent podcast, you predicted that he was not going to be traded, <laughs> which
2: unfortunately unfortunately hasn't aged well. Um, I was sold so on the Rockets. So I was like, they're a sleeper team for the playoffs. Let's go. John Wall, James Harden, Christian yeah. Wood. Um, I think no they more. rattled
0: off. I think they rattled off a few losses after you've said that, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, so the trade's gone down, it's it's the blockbuster trade of the season uh, I just want to get your boys' initial thoughts Jermaine, uh, what's your first thoughts with the the trade breakdown?
1: Man, as, as exciting as it sounds, it's, uh, it's I'm just sick of these super teams, man <laughs> This team is like, this is a super, super team Because these dudes, these dudes are insane But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll
0: get through it though yeah well, well it's like of course each super team is different and, and it's their own sort of unique thing but uh, I guess I sort of feel your your emotion in terms of oh here we go again here's a here's a team that if you know barring injury or you know COVID symptoms and things like that they're highly favorites to win it all um so we'll see how it all goes down in, in, in reality but yeah I'm I'm a little bummed out as well just like you Jermaine how about you Cal
2: yeah I'm a bit let down as well um I just love watching Kyrie ball. I love watching Durant as well. He's, he's great to watch. Haven't been the biggest James Harden fan to watch personally. And it, this means um, it's going to be less ball for Kyrie, less ball for Durant. They're going to have to share it. There's only one ball. I don't know how many shots they're going to put up each, but the, there's only one ball. So it, it will be interesting to see how it all fits out. But um, overall, a little bit let down. Um, but, you know, that being said, the Rockets got the bag they got a lot of
0: assets back they they, they did get a decent amount of assets back you know a total of was it four four pick swaps three unprotected first round picks um, you know a young player or youngish sort of player in depot. so uh, and then an extra pick from Milwaukee as well so they they got a lot back um, probably a decent haul in the end of it I I actually didn't think that they would get that much based on the way that Harden was carrying on um, but Hey, I think I think it's a good thing for the Rockets. Like after the last press conference, which was what prompted us to think of these fake trades, the writing was on the wall. And and one thing I, I want I want to touch on with you boys is, is what do you think about how James Harden has gone about this and how this whole superstar forcing their way out of a team has sort of evolved? It, it felt like this time around it was just that next level of extreme. And and to me, it sort of like it really turned me off James Harden. Like I was never a fan of him as a player in terms of his play style, but I always thought he was a decent bloke. But I don't know, this 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 whole situation just really made me dislike James Harden. Um, Houston has sort of, to me, seemed like they've bent over backwards for him, but I don't know, just sort of seemed like a bit of a dick to me. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, what, what's your take on, on the whole way it went down?
2: Cal. I'll jump in first and just say, look, I, I was high on the Rockets. I was, I was looking forward to it. I thought him and John Wall could be a good combo. And I, I'm let down at it. this kind of... He just kind of gave up on them, is really yeah. the perspective I got from it. He, he was in that interview, and he was just kind of like, look, I've given it my all. It's not working. He pretty much just admits he just wants out of there. So it's, it's disappointing. You, you don't want to see that. Um, it, in this league, you want to see a bit of, a bit of loyalty. In, in the end, Houston probably did get a win out of it in terms of they probably weren't going to win the championship, let's, let's be honest. They would have been exciting if it all clicked, but they probably weren't going to win it. And, and now they've got heaps of assets. So it is a win for them. Um, and, and there's just so many... Think about the big trades we've had just in this past um, mm. off season. you got Westbrook traded. Chris Paul traded. Now James Hutton. Um, blockbuster trades is after another. We had big Anthony Davis last season who forced yeah. his way out. So uh, I think it is just becoming a bit of a common theme. Um, so it, it we'll get used
0: to it. Yeah, it does seem like we've got like a superstar leaving their team every season now. You know, you, you, you look back. I'm, I'm just glad that Giannis signed that extension, to be honest. Like that that whole scenario would have been a circus as well. So I'm glad that he signed that extension. And there is some loyalty left in the NBA. Um, but yeah, it is concerning to me that this is happening so frequently now. And that the level that it seems to be getting to in terms of, you know, not reporting to training camp and hitting up parties and things like that especially amidst the pandemic so I don't know I just uh, it's concerning that it's it's getting to that point um, you know even after the Anthony Davis thing where he was sitting at games just for random little things so yeah what are your thoughts Jermaine? Yeah I mean I think when, in one of our earlier
1: podcasts I was I think before the season started like the, as you were saying the writing was already on the wall like mm. um, you know he was already missing practices or he was just late to those practices um, going to parties and stuff like that, so he was already expressing like a strong disinterest in playing for the Rockets from the very get-go. So, you know, him sitting out—I mean, he, I don't think he did sit out games, but he just—he just did look very lackadaisical out there, and he just didn't look committed from the, from day one. So, I think this is even as as bad as all that sounds. This is the best thing for the Rockets because they could just get to start a new chapter yeah. and just blow it all up. So. I think a win for the Rockets. They get, got rid of them. They got something back, and um, yeah, I yeah. guess just just continue to blow it up from here now. Um, do, do you think this is a good
0: thing for the league, guys? Like, do you think that the league will benefit from this? Do you mean?
1: I'll say that I'll, um, it, it's becoming just more as a, more players' league. Honestly, mm-hmm. like they, they they just have so much power these days. You know. His his new teammate Kari Irving,
2: man, yeah, <laughs> he's, going he's on another here?
1: culprit of it. He's just kind of flexing his arms, kind of gonna kind of do whatever he wants, Um yeah. and, and no so consequence. Th- yeah, th- this kind of culture is it's it's growing rapidly and. Um, David Silva's got to do something David Silva Adam Silver, sorry Adam silver has got to do something about it he's got to keep these guys as much money as they're making for the NBA I, he's got to do something
0: I, I do think that as a result of this James Harden thing the Kyrie Irving thing's a little bit separate but, it, but even still I think that the league will and should like bring on harsher consequences as a result whether it's you know uh, on you know, giving the, the team more power or, or if it's harsher penalties for, for players on, on doing something, making the, the rules a bit stricter on those sort of things. It, it's always hard to police. I, I get that, but... The, I feel like this is going to be the motivation for something to change, something in that, I don't know, the collective bargaining agreement, whether it's the the way that contracts are set up or something like that. But I do believe that this may be the catalyst for something to change. You know, in the past, there was the Supermax, and then there, even before that, there was player options and team options and things like that. I think eventually, the next time that they sit down and organize, there, there will be a bit of a change. And, and this will be one of the things they point back to as a reason why, because I think the player empowerment movement is sort of it's gone a little far I think in terms of players orchestrating um, sort of their own teams now and, and it sort of leaves a lot of the league out of the picture as a result so what, what do you think Kyle?
2: Yeah I totally agree I think you summed it up pretty well um, the league probably should step in and do something Yeah. yeah. until that happens I think it's going to keep on happening
0: <laughs> let, let, let's break it down from a, from a basketball uh, standpoint um, so obviously we've, we've got a new big three Probably the only big three in the NBA. Really, it was it was the duos for a little while, but now it's now it's uh, Durant, Kyrie, and, and James Harden. So um, now I've got an interesting stat for you guys. In terms of we know that these guys are players that like to have the ball in their hand, but just how much is um, something that is actually quite shocking? <laughs> um, <laughs> if if I look at the all-time career usage rates in NBA history, um, Kyrie Irving is 16th. Kevin Durant is 11th and um, James Harden is 8th. So that's three guys who are top 16 of all time um, of their careers. And this this includes James Harden when he was, you know, six man and, and Kyrie Irving when he was with LeBron and Kevin Durant when he was on the Warriors. So like those numbers have been suppressed even, you know, through their careers. Three of the top 16 all-time players on the same team. If we equate their, their usage rate... Um, over the past three years average um, Kevin Durant 30.8 um, uh, Kyrie Irving is um, what was he uh, oh sorry Kyrie Irving was 30.8 Kevin Durant was 30.3 and James Harden was a huge 37.5 all up that, that equals 90, over 98% of the team's usage just on those three <laughs> players alone so obviously something's going to have to change um, how do you guys <laughs> see that playing out I think as, well, as ridiculous
1: you, oh, the answer, the you, you Jordan, go first right? yeah
2: yeah, no, go on, Cal. Oh. I, I, I'll step in and say, you've you got DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. You, yeah. you can just tell him to get rebounds, so you can make his usage like zero. So that, that's one <laughs> tick right there. You just need to have Joe Harris. I guess you have to convince him to just take one three a game, and then <laughs> that can work out, right? Yeah, sure. And then so, literally, that's it. Yeah. So, oh, look, obviously, they'll have to take a bit of a step back. Uh, I think, you know, Kari's gone. Um, I don't know what he's doing. So you can bring James Harden in, Get his used to the job, get, get him a little bit comfortable. With the three of them, um, you can obviously stagger their minutes a fair bit. So when yeah. one or two of them are off the court, that one guy's obviously just taking up everything um, or creating um, every single time. So there, I can see it happen. Um, it just obviously this means that, yeah, this is going to be less shots for um, specifically Kyrie and Kevin Durant this season. Yeah. What do you reckon, Jermaine?
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: as ridiculous as ninety eight percent sounds, I still think they're gonna win even if they did play <laughs> with a ridiculously high yeah uh, usage rate. Cause hey, it's it's Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Like these dudes are like the mo like on like the Mount Rushmore like most talented players of all time. Scorers, at like, least score is definitely, definitely offensively. Talented. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so. You know, yeah, we, we we've we've seen the Splash brothers and Kevin Durant join in, you know. Like someone like a Clay Thompson was nowhere near the usage rate of these guys, and, and, and uh, for those of you uh, you you've probably heard of usage rate, but but what usage rate is is um, a, a possession that ends in a shot attempt, uh, a free throw attempt, or a turnover um, is basically what usage rate is. So the amount it, it correlates that with the ball in your hands, but but not necessarily just that. Um, so but these guys are, are putting up shots or getting to the line or turning the ball over a, a ton. So. Um, yeah, I don't think it's ever been done in the history of the league before in terms of this amount of... to this level. But like you said, Cal, I think that's staggering. I don't think there's going to be a time at any point during the game, as long as it's close, that these guys... Um, one of these guys is not on the court. I think at all times, one of James Harden, Kyrie and Durant are going to be on the court, um, as long as the game is is somewhat in doubt. Um, and that's how, that's how they'll orchestrate it. Tough task for um, new coach uh, in Steve Nash, so... <laughs> See
2: how he handles that. Look, I'll say this. If you look at the numbers here, you've got James Harden this season. I understand he probably hasn't been 100% motivated, but he's been putting up 16.9 field goal attempts per game. And Karis Levert, filling in that six-man role for the Nets, has been putting up 16.7 field goal attempts per game. So that's pretty yeah. much the exact same amount of shots. Um, you know, One player's putting up 18 points, other player's putting up 25 so, a bit different there. You get the three throws with, with James Harden. But from that perspective, um, the field goal attempts could be a little bit similar. Uh, but obviously, yeah, James Harden's so good at creating, and that's why his usage is so high.
0: Yeah, I guarantee he's going to take more shots. Just, just from someone who, uh, again, we'll talk about fantasy in the second half of the podcast. But someone who was the James Harden owner in dynasty, I've been watching the Rockets very closely, and and he couldn't give a shit. Honestly, like he <laughs> he, he is not getting to the rim. He is settling just for pull up jump shots and step backs, and, and he he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's he's been cruising. So I, I guarantee that that number will increase as he gets to Brooklyn. Um, so. But we'll see how it all works out. Um, I think obviously they're going to be a huge um, offensive threat. What do you think about their defense? In terms of, you know, James Harden has his issues with with defense. Kyrie Irving is obviously a small guard. You know, Joe Harris not the best defender. Even Jondre Jordan, you know, as he you know gets blocks and, and puts up rebounds, but in terms of speed and quickness, he's not really the the he's not in his prime anymore. Um, I think this team could, could struggle to to stop people from scoring points and, and it could be maybe one of their weaknesses
1: Jermaine yeah I, I still think I mean I, I think they're, they're struggling now because um, yeah. they do like to play the small ball with um, Jeff Green at the centre so that that itself is a pretty pretty big hole I guess yep. if you're um, m- matching up against bigger teams so Jeff Green at centre uh, Kevin Durant at uh, power forward yeah and even, um, I don't think uh, Kevin has quite, um, he's quite locked in defensively this year. Yeah. And, you know, obviously due to the injuries, probably still just trying to feel himself offensively. But, um, yeah, I think that'll just be their second priority, really. I mean, they're going to be scoring 120, 130
0: points a game. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then just, I guess, running up and down the floor. Yeah. You got, you got D'Antoni as an assistant coach on, on, on that that bench as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> defense is is optional really Yeah, (laughs) yeah do do you think defense could let this team down Cal
2: Um, it definitely could but I will say one big upside uh, on the defensive end because of the lineup I guess they're forced to play with we will see a lot of um, say in a Lakers series we're going to see a lot of Kevin Durant maybe going up against Anthony Davis. Otherwise, they put DeAndre Jordan on him, and you're going to see Kevin Durant go up against like LeBron James head to head. James Harden will, will have to defend James, um, LeBron James. So that'd be cool to watch. Even in a series against the Clippers, potentially the Clippers make the finals and Brooklyn make the finals. That'd be cool to watch us to see, um, you know, Kawhi and Paul George getting marked by probably James Harden and Kevin Durant. So that is to go and add each other the whole series. It'll be incredibly um, offensive orientated. So mm. from a Playoff series point of view, this actually could be really exciting for the fans. Uh,
0: I, I, I'm looking forward to a potential uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Brooklyn uh, matchup in the playoffs in, on the Eastern side of things because I don't know who they're going to throw at Giannis. Um, I don't think they've got a really you know the Heat had lots of players to throw at him. I don't, I don't see anyone on this Brooklyn team that's going to stop Giannis getting to the rim 20 25 times a game. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that how that all works. Um, Let's go on to, the, to, to, to sort of tie a bow on this sort of thing. Um, do, do we think that they are the favorites to win it all? Like, are we, do we think that they will win it?
1: I'll start off by saying it depends on how Kyrie Irving feels. <laughs> That's a big factor. Yeah, <laughs> That's so underrated, man. This dude is such a wild card. <laughs> He's been seen on bloody Zoom calls like we are doing now during the, the, when they were versus in Denver. So he was he actually? Yeah, he, yeah. Oh my god. Wait. I mean, so he was like at home on Zoom while they were playing. Yeah, he was. He was attending some sort of like it he, he was for a good cause, but I mean, completely unprofessional.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he couldn't couldn't have waited like an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Nah,
1: he's, and to me, that's that's a big factor. I mean, James Harden, Kevin Durant, yeah, they're good. They're yeah. Good. They're probably going to need Kyrie to lock in um, for them to be the favorites. So. I'm not gonna give it
0: to them quite yet. Who, who's the favorite if you don't think it's Brooklyn? Still have the Lakers? That's right there, mate. That's
2: oh. right there. it <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> Jeez, he's like
2: he orchestrated <laughs> that. Oh <No>, boy. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Cal, do, do you we think they should be the favorites? The, the Nets?
2: Um, I, I'll just say, I think Kyrie will obviously come back for the playoffs and, and lock in. Like, he's offensive kind of player, he just gets buckets, so. Um, I don't see it being an issue in the playoffs right now. It's obviously an issue, but I think the favourites should still be the Lakers. They're more balanced. Uh, LeBron's still the best player, really, on the court. The thing that Anthony Davis brings um, in comparison to the big three in Brooklyn is that he's actually a defensive anchor um, that none of those other guys are. And, you know, LeBron James can create shots, good shots for so many role players that I, I just feel like they'd still be the favourites because of the defensive end and their offence is still incredible. So... You know, I I yeah. pick the Lakers. I I
0: think there are enough there are enough doubts for that to be a legit um, question. I think if you know Kyrie was locked in, Kevin Durant hadn't come off an Achilles injury, um, we'd seen them play, and, and it was all going smooth sailing. The talent alone would be, you know, you just pick them. You'd say they're the Golden State Warriors. But the the Warriors that separated themselves, I think they fit a lot better. They had a deeper roster. Um, they had some defensive players like Draymond Green, Clay. Durant obviously we're all decent defenders so I think I don't think this team is going to be as good as that that team that we just penciled in to win the championship year in year out and it took sort of two season ending injuries to sort of knock them off um but I, I have to think that they're they're, they're if not the favourites the the next the next favourite to win it all. Yeah. Um, it, it'll come down to matchups. Like I said, I'm I'm interested to see how like a Milwaukee Bucks or something like that would go against them. Um, the Lakers I think would be maybe a bit of a kryptonite with their sort of size of LeBron and AD. Um, I think they probably match up better against the Clippers. The Clippers probably aren't quite as deep as they were last year, and and they, they rely on wing players, which I think they could probably guard a bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'd say if not number one, one 1B sort of behind the Lakers, I I would say. Um, But we will be interesting to see how the matchups work out. Um, Let's turn our attention to the fantasy segment and how this all um, sort of breaks down in a fantasy sense. So, um, obviously, we've got a few moving pieces and not only is it just the, the Houston Rockets that have brought in a few players. Another a couple of random moves. Obviously, you've got Jarrett Allen leaving Brooklyn and going to Cleveland. Um, Oladipo somehow got involved. Not exactly sure what went on there. But um, how do you boys see this affecting? Let's, let's break it down team by team. But we'll, we'll stay in Brooklyn for the time being. How do you think this affects the, the boys over there? Uh, I'll, I'll throw it back to you first, Cal.
2: Um, so obviously, it's going to be a big dip for the big three players, right? So James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kari um, having have to share the ball so they're all going to take hits in usage they're going to take hits in um, your fantasy stats that's just uh, what it's going to come down to so uh, how, um, big hit, find, how big of a hit
0: how big of a hit do you think they'll, they'll take like obviously you know they're all talented players do you think like where, where is James Harden if he was like the number one ranked player before where is he now do you think
2: um, he's still going to be a top 10 player just because I think he always will be a top 10 player um, I think the biggest hit will come to probably maybe Kyrie. Um, and then I, I see think that. Like everyone's going to fall down that bit. Like everyone's going to have to just take a little bit of, it, of a hit. So James Harden, he's still going to get um, threes. He's still going to get three throws. Um, he'll put up points. But it's just one of those things like all these guys are averaging 25 points a game plus. So yeah. how do you really balance that out? Um, maybe some assists could go up for Kyrie is a positive, which could be useful. Um, maybe the defensive stats for Durant goes up because he's doing more on that end, like we saw him do in Golden State. Yeah. So that, that's the positives you could say. Um, but overall, it's still going to be a hit if, if they're on your team. Um,
0: what, what about the other boys, Jermaine? Do you think that, you know, obviously you've got Joe Harris and John Jordan there. Do you see any other big winners or losers? Well, I think, um, I think Joe Harris will definitely... He will still be...
1: The same. If I think he'll, I think he'll be a bit more efficient. Honestly, I think he's going to get a lot more. Well, not a lot more, but I think he'll get more shots, more open looks. And other than that, I'm going to say DeAndre Jordan will say about the same, if not less, because I think they're going to. They're probably. He's, I, I just don't think he's that valuable anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely on the decline are, of
1: his career. Yeah, even though they are weak in that position, I think they'll just. Probably play Jeff Green at centre most of the time, to be honest. Do you think Jeff Green will get a bit of centre minutes? Uh, like I'm, I can see DJ starting the games, yep. but Jeff Green will play majority, uh, maybe closer to 26, 27 minutes. I don't think DeAndre will go past 24. Or even twenty-two, to be honest.
0: That's interesting. I, I had I had DeAndre Jordan circled as as my clear winner on this team. I think obviously he's, he's been out of the rotation with Jarrett Allen playing so well recently and deservedly so. Um, but I think just in terms of like the fact that they have title aspirations, there's just there's there's no one else really on this team that has the size and defensive potential that DeAndre has. I know he's older. I know he's not the best player anymore but I think he's that perfect low usage defensive sort of rebounding guy that, that fits these guys. Um, you know, he's going to be a lob threat for James Harden and Durant and things. So I I still see him playing the majority of the minutes. And if he gets 28 to 32 minutes a game, I think that's a clear win. And he's definitely someone if, if he is, and we'll talk about ads and drops later, but I think he is someone that if he is available on your wire, you, you do grab and sort of see how it all pans out. Um, especially if you need rebounds, field goal percentage blocks. Um, I'm a little bit higher on the other guys than you, Cal, in terms of, like, I don't think they're going to see a drop that much just because they're obviously still amazing players and if it may take a little while. There may be a few slow games to start off with, but I think they'll figure out a way to work it like they did in Golden State. Um, I think Durant is probably the safest in terms of his value probably won't be affected as much as the other two because he's probably the more efficient scorer um, and he does get the rebounds and blocks and steals that the others... Um, sort of may not get as much. In saying that though, James Harden does, he gets steals and he, as a guard, he gets blocks. So that's an underrated part of his fantasy game. I don't think that, look, to get assists, you need the ball in your hands as well. So I think the idea of you've got better teammates, your assists go up. I, I don't buy into that. I think that just by having to share the ball as much and taking turns and things, I think assists for both car, for all of them are going to go down and, and maybe points will, will go down as well. So um Probably Kyrie, like you said, Cal, maybe the biggest hit. James Harden probably followed. But I still think it's not a major, major hit. Like, if someone's panicking in your league and really worried about that, you might even think that this is like a buy-low opportunity. You know, they might struggle the first couple of games and you might even want to throw in a buy-low to sort of get them. But but sort of see how your league mates are reacting to the news because I I think this is a a small decrease in value. Nothing sort of team-ruining, if that makes sense.
1: I've got a question for you guys. With you know all three of those guys being incredible playmakers, do you think Steve Nash will you know have to delegate the ball to one of them, or will they be sharing it around? Or and how's that possibly going to affect their fantasy stock?
0: Well, you go, Cal. You answer this one.
2: Um, yeah, it's a good question. One Steve Nash might be the answer. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, they're going to have to share it. I reckon the ball movement's going to have to go up. Um you can't expect James Harden to be dribble 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 like he was previously. <laughs> I think from a fantasy <laughs> point of Dibble, view, Dibble, if Steve Nash can kind of unlock James on the defensive end. Um, his stats good the, the thing is he doesn't really play much defense. He'd he would gamble a bit and he's still putting up, you know, a steal and a block a game which is good for fantasy. Um so there is some upside there maybe if um Steve Nash kind of unlocks some some of that defensive end. So he's a big dude, he can you know bump bodies in the post. He he's agile. He, he can get a steal when he wants to. So Maybe yeah, that could be a positive. So uh, as you were saying, Mitch, if you don't think they're going down too much, um, if there's some leagues out there where you got some of the some people kind of panicking a bit, who, who has a, any of those three players, maybe it would be worth offering them a, a bit of a trade and try and buy, um, yeah. buy high. Yeah, buy I mean, high.
0: like you know, if, if I was to, if I could get if I could get a Kyrie Irving or a James Harden for like a, let's say a CJ McCollum or a, or a Jalen Brown, I, I would definitely do that. I, I would try and do execute that like sell high, buy low. Um, 100% of the time because I think just nine times out of ten, you're, you're going to win that deal um, long term because the talent will win out. Um, I think there's going to be, they're going to obviously experiment. So maybe rocky in the beginning, but they'll figure it out by the time that fancy playoffs kick in. Um, I think like a James Harden would be a perfect sort of guy where, you know, they'll start, everyone will start the game together, they'll finish the game together, but in that like middle couple of quarters, there'll be James Harden running with a bunch of bench players, throwing lobs to DeAndre Jordan. And then, then Kyrie and Durant will come on and Harden will go off. And so you'll see fluctuations in their stat, stats throughout the game. And that's the way I sort of see it going down. Um, because outside of these three players, you look at their roster and it's, it's, it's pretty ugly (laughs) there's not (laughs) not a whole lot of other talent on this team Um, you know Bruce respect Tyler Johnson man Tyler Johnson yeah I forgot he was in the league (laughs) until I saw him playing the other night Um, Bruce Brown I mean yeah cool Um, I don't mind
2: Cabaret is being planned right
0: yeah TLC I I will say those
1: like the Jeff Green Tyler Johnson Shamit Timothy, what do I
0: TLC is TLC.
1: I think those guys are versatile pieces. Like they're they able to guard multiple defenders. Not you know great defenders, but they're still able to play multiple positions, which will suit. which will suit similar to Kevin Durant, who who could be playing point guard sometimes or your center position, just similar to James Harden. So it'll be very versatile yeah. um, for them.
0: So. Yeah, I, th- I think Kyrie and James Harden are, are the, the, the two point guards. I mm. think that uh, at all times that they'll sort of have one of them on the, on the court um, just playing point guard and there'll be moments where they're on the court together. So I, th- I, yeah, I, I think think envision be, you know,
2: that the way. I think it'll be James Harden doing a bit of that Karis LeVert where it's just going to be him and like yeah. a bunch of this bench unit guys and Steve's is going to be like, hey, everyone stand out of um, James's way. Just let him go ISO. So yeah. <laughs> And I think James
0: won't mind to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, on, let's move on to um, Houston. Um, I'll, I'll just say that James Harden, obviously, one of the biggest, or the biggest usage rate that we've seen in the last three years, um, you know, up there all time in terms of usage rate. So you're going to have a couple of winners here, I, I see. I think John Wall is, is a winner here. Um, Oladipo, maybe sort of marginal increase. Um, so the same I think one of the other biggest winners is Eric Gordon um, he's, been, he's been pretty hot and, and sort of has been up and down this season but likes to get his shot off so I think he could be someone that if he's available on your wire you maybe look to pick him up um, I'm interested to see what's going on with Christian Wood obviously he've, he got a lot of lobs from James Harden but I think that counter of usage may sort of work in his favour maybe you might see a dip in field goal percentage but an increase in shot attempts and free throw attempts uh, to be seen there and, and I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with DeMarcus Cousins he's had some flashes in the pans where he sort of put some decent stats in limited minutes maybe he gets a bit more minutes where they're sort of I don't know looking for a bit more offense uh, maybe he and Wood play together at some points some stretches so um, we'll see that do you, do you see any clear winners in this one here Cal? Um,
2: I'm going to lean towards probably Oladipo um, because I still think John is going to rest games and when, when that does happen, his, his value will go up. He'll be the main centerpiece. He yep. might run a bit of point guard, get his assist total up. Um, so there's a world I see Oladipo doing pretty well, um, especially because he's been looking pretty good this season too. He's still not back to all-star Oladipo, but he's looking kind of like 80% of what he was. Maybe he needs a bit of a fresh start now because he was sharing the ball a fair bit with Brogdon and Sabonis. And you, you can say comfortably his usage will go up, sharing it with John Ball and, and Eric Gordon. So I think he is a winner. Um, John Ball as well he, he's got to go up and use this you now. with, with um, anyone anyway, if James Harden's off the team ev- everyone really is a winner in terms of everyone's a winner <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone's a winner um, yeah, I, I think to me uh, I'd say Oladipo is the
1: biggest
2: yeah thing. I mean I
0: think I think we had a sort of like a 50% James Harden or like or like a 70% James Harden so I think that was already kind of Built into the team as it was, so that's why I see. I see that it's not going to be a huge difference, but just like a little bit of a everyone sort of just goes that next level, um,
1: boost the morale.
0: Yeah, yeah, boost <laughs> the morale. Uh, what do you think, Jermaine? Do you, do you think that anyone's a huge winner or? Um, no, I think it's going to be just like you guys are saying. I think it's
1: going to be very similar. I think. Um, well, it depends on the you know general direction of the Houston Rockets. I personally don't think they're going to keep everyone. But, um, yeah, you
0: think there's more trades? I think they're just going to blow it up. Yeah. Just get rid of everyone. I can definitely see that.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's to say that Old is going to be on this team come the trade deadline? Yeah. Or, you know, to Marcus Cousins if they can get some value out of him. Well, who knows? Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, speaking of trades still yet to come, we'll, we'll talk about the Cleveland Caps because they somehow got in on this deal. Not sure how, (laughs) Uh, but I think it's a win for them. Um, They've obviously brought in Jarrett Allen to the team. A little bit confusing. They've got Andre Drummond. They've got Kevin Love. They've got Larry Nance. You know, they're pretty big in that front court. However, I think of those, you know, players that I just mentioned, personally, I'm the highest on Jarrett Allen. I think he's a young player. Uh, Probably fits their timeline a bit better. Uh, How do you boys... Picture this rotation working out because at the moment, it looks pretty messy. What are your thoughts, Jermaine? Man, I, that was the first thing I noticed when I really? saw this trade.
1: <laughs> I just saw Jarrett Allen on, on Cleveland. You're like, what and the then, fuck? Well, I'm a drum and owner myself. So. Oh, true. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know how these guys are going to play at the same time. Will they? Probably not. I don't know. Is that a good idea? But I think in terms of fantasy... Uh, both stock goes down but yeah. I mean I'm a fan of Jared Allen Um I think Drummond's still going to get his, his stats but yeah bit, just a bit confused that's all <laughs> surely, <laughs> do, surely do you think this is of, do you think they're going to make a trade down the line like are they
0: going to trade Drummond
1: well or? Drummond's an unrestricted free agency at the end of this year I believe
0: they're both free agents
1: towards yeah. the end of this well, year well um I think I think they get rid of Drummond
0: yeah
1: I think they do um I wonder who's going to be buying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's such a, a weird piece just because he can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. So it's like, who, who would want to take him, you know, but, um,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think, Cal? What, how do you see this rotation playing out?
2: Look, I'll say that Cleveland did a great job. They, they picked up a centre for the future um, and they got Torian Prince, who I guess was a bit of a salary dump because he's on about 12 mil or so, but he, he's still a serviceable role player. And I feel like, obviously... Uh, Andre Drummond opted into his player option. It was about 25 mil, hugely overpriced. Cleveland don't want to pay him, and that they've actually secured a young player to who's a great match with Sexland in the backcourt. When you have two small <laughs> guards, you need a, a big center who can defend the rim. Drummond isn't really that dude. He puts up stats, but he's not really that guy. Um, from, from a from a fantasy point of view, they're obviously going to take a hit. Drummond's going to take a hit. I don't know how that's going to work on the court together. Um, who do you think's you know, the starter? on your team? Uh, they could start both of them. That's the thing. I, I have no idea.
1: Uh, surely, surely Drummond. I, I'd still put Drummond as your starting center, but yeah. they'd
0: still
2: be sharing minutes.
0: I don't know. I, I'm, well, I'm really put stumped on and this.
2: And try and trade him. That's true at the deadline.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I think that's more likely the scenario that Drummond starts in the short term, and whether or not it's a trade at the deadline or they just don't get anything for him because there's no value out there for him. They realize that, hey, we're probably just going to lose this dude in free agency. We like Jarrett Allen's future better. Then they make the switch then. So I think that's, that's my reading on it, that I think Drummond will start to begin early on because he's more accustomed to the team. But then by the end of the season, by fantasy playoffs time, I could see Jarrett Allen um, starting on this team it still sucks because they're still even if no matter who starts the other's going to take value off because they're going to split minutes it's not like I don't think one of these players is going to play 30 plus minutes a game mm. uh, and you've still got Kevin Love who's supposed to come back into this team Larry Nance Jr I don't know like they've they're just mm. they've got a lot of front court players and centers <laughs> and oh, JaVale McGee is still there I forgot about JaVale McGee <laughs> and they're all pure centers as well none of them can play different positions yeah. like, I, like I don't see Drummond and Jarrett Allen playing together I just I, that's horrible spacing I've seen the Knicks deal with a few of their big guys. How's <laughs> it going to turn out well? Maybe they, maybe they pull a Knicks. I don't know. But I just think in this scenario, I think it's, it's lose, 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 lose everywhere you go. So uh, unfortunately, if you own any of those players, I don't think it's good um, for any of their values.
2: Do we still see Larry Nance Jr. playing at the three? Because he's been leading the league in steals with
0: 2.4. <laughs> they've done that before. They've done that before, and I wouldn't shock me. I think that that could be the way that they squeeze some minutes out when Kevin Love's back. Yeah, Larry Nance could play some minutes at the three, because at least Love can space the floor. Mm. Um, yeah, all right. Well, let's go on to the last team with just the sole addition of Karis Levert at Indiana. Um, do we think this affects uh, Karis Levert's value at all, Cal? You're you're a Lavert owner, an enthusiast. I've
2: got Lavert. I've also got Brogden and Sabonis, so I'm I'm now yeah. Team um, Indiana. Let's go! Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, I think surely, if anything, had to be positive, he might he's going to start now. Um, yes. The thing is, on that bench, like it was his unit. Mm. It was like, look, go put up your shots. As I said before, he was putting up. About sixteen point uh, seven shot attempts per game. That's way too many. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> That's a... with, with Kyrie out, he has been absolutely balling as well, putting up like thirty points, um, five, and you know close to ten assists over the past um, couple weeks. While yeah, while Kyrie's gone, so he's yeah. been killing it. Um, they might still stagger the minutes with him and Brogdon a bit, and just let Karras do what he was doing in um, Brooklyn, while also having some job with the starting unit. So I think there's upside there. Um, I don't see I don't see it going dropping. I think it could either stay the same or increase.
0: Yeah. Okay. What do you think,
1: Jermaine? Uh, I think this is a win for everyone. Um, I think this kind of defines people's roles a bit more, especially when you had Brogdon and Oladipo. It was kind of like who was the alpha on this team. You know, I think I think it was clearly Malcolm. Yeah. And he's obviously deserved it by by staying. But um, I think with Oladipo out of the picture, you know, we're going to see. Brogdon Possibly unleashed Because I This this dude has Sneakily become Really good I think he's He's going to be Really really good And I I could say I could see him Maybe by the end of the year Possibly being a top point Top five point guard Of the (laughs) state. This dude has been Putting up incredible numbers And not just incredible ones. They've been playing
2: Winning basketball as well Yeah they have They have That surprised me um, he's ranked number 12 on fantasy right now just FYI yeah. and he's on my team once again like 7 assists in one turnover
0: man like I mean that that yeah outlier we, we talked about him on, on the sell high window um, I still think that's the case uh, I think he's obviously going to beat his ADP um, and obviously he's going to outperform expectations of him but I, I don't think he's the 12th ranked player um, in terms of I just want to compare so obviously the, the key thing here is Depot gone Levert in and um, pretty similar in terms of stats to be fair Um, in terms of shot attempts nearly identical Um, both just nearly near that 17 shot attempts per game is doing it in 33 minutes Levert's doing it in sort of 27 minutes um, or close to 28 minutes so and like you said Cal that's come a lot with like Kyrie Irving out and on the second unit so I kind of see him kind of staying the same. Like, I think his minutes will increase by maybe five or six, but his usage will drop and they'll sort of like offset each other. Um, if, If not, maybe a little bit of downside, to be honest, I think. You know, especially because his numbers have been inflated because of the fact that Durant missed some time, Kyrie missed some time. I think that where he's ranked right now, I could see him dropping maybe... 10 or so spots or something, something minor like that just because he has already been inflated because of those outs um, but nothing major is my opinion alright let's move away from that James Harden trade and let's talk about um, some waiver wire stuff. So we're going to go through some waiver wire ads. Um, We've sort of cut this off at players who are owned by less than 60% on Yahoo. Um, So chances are they might be available in your team. They may be picked up, but just have a look in case they are not. Uh, I'll throw it over to you first, Cal. Give us your first player that you think should be an ad in fantasy and why.
2: All right, well, I just added him to my team, so he's... <laughs> <laughs> and it's got to be Robin Lopez.
0: Yes. Um, this no, man okay.
2: is a starting center. convince now. me. All right. <laughs> the, the, there's no question to it. He'll start. Um, you might have Wagner, who's also going to have a bit of a boost in the backup role, but Robin Lopez will step in. He, he'll work with Bradley Beal. He's one of those tough guys who'll just put up a, a nice kind of 10 points, maybe eight rebounds um, with some blocks. And and good field goal. Um, And look, that that can be like a 100 rank kind of player. So for any kind of deeper league, this guy will be valuable. He's going to have minutes. You might as well pick him up. He's going to put up 28 minutes a game now. I'll guarantee it.
0: Yeah, okay. So your last game, he played 26 a game um, and played 21 before that. I can't remember if that was before or that might have been the game that Bryant did get injured. Um, So 21 and then 26 minutes a game. I'm probably less enthusiastic <laughs> <laughs> as you are. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a big believer in Robin Lopez and, and what he can bring to the table. Look, if you're desperate for rebounding and maybe some field goal percentage, give it a shot. Um, but on a team with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal and Davis Batans and there's still there's still a fair bit of high volume scoring players on this team, and, and I, he doesn't bring the defensive stats really that that I would like to see. So. He's a lukewarm ad for me. What do you he's think? He's going to buy uh,
2: the game. Like yeah, I'll say, he's on he's the trade market, Mitch, if you want to make me an offer.
0: This <laughs> I know, you, as soon as you picked him up, he was on the trade
1: market. <laughs> I, I don't even think he's physically able to play 28 minutes a game, man.
0: <laughs>
2: you don't think, he yeah. he's 26, like, today. Yeah, they he's probably going to have three Atlanta. days of
1: rest now.
0: <laughs> but they do have, I will, I will mention this, that there are a couple of postponed games in um, the Wizards' future. So if you're desperate for games played right now, maybe not the best ad. Yeah, um, so just these are obviously always changing. So make sure you keep an eye on, on which games are postponed, who's out based on the protocols. Cause that's gonna be where a lot of this value coming. Like tomorrow, this information could be wrong because Robin Lopez has got um, COVID. So stay close to the news um, and just look at those, those postponed games. Um, all right. So let's move on from Robin Lopez. Jermaine, who's your ad? So, my first one is Kelly Olenek. And the
1: reason I say that, well, it's more of a short-term um, yep. kind of um, outlook that I'm looking at. So, at the moment, we have uh, sorry, Leonard, who's uh injury with a shoulder injury, and Bam, who's got COVID. So, in, even even when Bam was playing, he's been putting up some pretty good numbers. Mm-hmm. And he's looking pretty good this year, to be honest. He's, I mean, he's always been a talented player. But just with this um, little stint with Leonard and Bam out, he's been finding a pretty good groove, and I'd say he's, um, he's worth a pickup at least. And he's only, been, he's only added in 41% leagues, so that's, a bit, um, yep. that's he's, a bit surprising to me. Yeah, so
0: 42, 42% of, of Yahoo leagues, um, increase of 10% in the last day, so hmm. people are, people are swooping in quickly. So um, he played 45 minutes last game. Now, it was an overtime game. But forty-five minutes—that <laughs> would have been—that would have meant he played forty minutes in a regular regular game. So the, and they they need bodies, Miami yeah. Heat. So and that will be the same for the next sort of few games. So I like yeah. it as a short-term ad. Yeah, he's got four games next week, so um, yeah, get on it. I, I think he he could even start even once everyone's back. Anyway, so uh, mm. when everyone's back, don't be rushing to drop him. Just sort of see how it how it plays out. Uh, I know I've picked him up in one of my dynasty leagues to sort of stream him through this week. Um, do you like that pick, Cal?
2: Um Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, it's n- not as good as my Robin Lopez <laughs> pick. Uh, just saying 14% in the last day from... Uh, he was 1% owned and now he's up to 15 so oh, he, okay. He's rising 15, by fourteen hundred percent a day, so you've got to get up at him now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good
0: point. It, people are quick. People are quick to add. All right, I'm going to continue the theme here uh, in terms of short-term additions, which I think look this season is going to be like that. It's there's so many players out. There's it's always in flux. There's there's teams playing with eight players, nine players on their roster. Um, so you, the best advice that I can give everyone is just keep an eye on who's out for which teams and then try and pick the player who thinks going to benefit the most. Um, one of those players that's benefited recently and probably has been flying off the waiver-wise, but in case he is still there, please pick up Tyrese Maxey. He is a good player. He's a rookie uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers and um, you know, even with Ben Simmons back into the roster, Joel Embiid back, he's still putting up good numbers. They still have a few players out with COVID and I think that you know, there were talks with this James Harden rumors that Philadelphia didn't want to give him up in a trade for James Harden. So they seem to rate this guy pretty highly. So I wouldn't surprise me if he continues to play minutes even when um, the, the, the whole crew's back together. Danny Green, I know he had a nine three-point game the other day, but, but, the <laughs> game, but the game before he had two points. So um, <laughs> he, he is someone who is not the most reliable and could make way for Maxi as sort of like that um, player um, depending on what's going on with Seth Curry and things like that, so how another um, short term ad.
1: How about Shake Milton? You think he's going to shake it up and <laughs> <laughs> that was all? Take,
0: take Tyrese out of the rotation. Uh, look, he's he's another one. Is, I think he's out with the protocol yep. at the moment. So uh, look, it, it is a short term ad, but like what I said with Linux when everyone's back just wait and see how the rotation goes if you, if you can afford it but definitely within the short term the, the Philadelphia 76ers still have they have three more games this week they had a five game week so um, hopefully you picked him up at the start of the week but if you haven't check if he's there and grab him immediately um, Cal who is your next ad we'll go through one more each
2: alright so this guy right now he's only owned 39% of Yahoo leagues and it is Tyus Jones um, this kid is elite Right now, just um, obviously, while Michael Feltz is out with his ankle injury for at least, um, he said it was three to six weeks originally. You mean John so, ja Morant? Um, yeah, sorry, John ja Morant. John ja Morant yes. is out. Um, so Michael Feltz is also out. I'm still not over it. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's right. Sorry. So yeah, Tyus Jones, um, very good in assists and also pretty solid in steals. Um, he's been putting up that one and a half steals and 5.7 throughout the season. Um, but since he has taken over that starting role those numbers have been a lot better um, expect him to get the odd 10, ten assists um, kind of 4, 3 steals he's done it in the past few few games and it'll be consistent for the next couple of weeks until you hear any news that Jamarant's going to be back
0: yeah, definitely if you definitely need assists, he's, he's your man and he'll get some steals as well So, uh, yeah, definitely someone for a short term mm. who you can roster him and, and he's been put up turnovers. for it. Yeah, yeah, good assist-turnover mm. ratio
1: yeah mm. He's been like that for, like, so many years now. You know, whenever he does get that starting role, he just seems to just, you know, go crazy on the assists and steals. Like, that's just the kind of player he is. Yeah. Yeah, I think no, that's no, I think that's a
0: good ad, especially for those teams who are looking to, to boost their assists, which is hard to do on the waiver wire. Very hard to pick up um, big assists like this. So uh, this is your opportunity. He you definitely should be rostered more than thirty nine percent leagues. Uh, I don't know what everyone else is doing. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely should be on, on a roster in a twelve team and even a ten team league if you need assists because there's no one else on the wire that'd be able to give you that. Um, good one. Um, who's your next one, Jermaine?
1: So the next player is, he's only owned in 26% of Yahoo leagues and he's currently ranked for the season at 84. And that is George Not Yet Over The Hill. George Hill.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, this dude is, he's putting up some pretty, you know, not, not the, the numbers won't jump out of the page, but he's putting up um, like 12 points, two rebounds, four assists, but on like 50, 40, 90. In 25 minutes So Don't sleep on him He's only 26% But he's, he's doing work
0: Yeah The percentages are nice You know The the little bit of assists are nice You know th- Threes every now and again He is someone that May be resting on those back to backs As this Thunder team Starts to tank So just be aware of that um, And I think mm. his value could fade Towards the end of the year um, So uh, Probably not a high upside guy But definitely someone who's Solid enough to be on a roster Yeah um, Do you agree Cal? <laughs>
2: Look, I just picked him up when Marco Folts went down the injury. I, I needed a point guard. Oh, George, George up. Hill. Um, yeah, no, I'm saying it yeah, Marco Fultz is gone. I needed. I picked him up on the waiver wire, um, and so George Hill. It, look, you look at you George, of the game. You mean George
0: Hill, who plays for OKC? Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah. I picked him up. <laughs> Marco does was play...
0: Marco wrong team, bro. Let,
2: let me explain myself. Marco Foltz went down for the for the season, on my yes. team. Yes. Oh, I so see what he, you mean. I needed yeah. a point guard, so I literally just picked up George Hill to fill that gap, um, because I needed the assists and I needed. Um, it's a good dude. He's putting up minutes. He's putting up 28 yeah. minutes um, a game over the past you know week or so. So he, he's a good ad He gets. He's one of those guys. He doesn't scream at you, but it's just like he gets the three. He gets the steal. Um, pretty good assists doesn't really turn over the ball. He's just a, a net plus for a team. He doesn't hurt you. So yeah. it's always good to have um, on your team. And yeah, fair like enough.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, my last ad is another point guard. Um, this one, so I, my first one was a short-term guy. This this guy's a bit of a long-term one. Wait and see how it goes. Um, and it's Cole Anthony um, of the Orlando Magic. Speaking of Michael Fultz, obviously he's out for the season um, with his ACL. So um, Cole Anthony is going to be the beneficiary there. He is not someone who I would drop someone of extreme value for. I think the percentages are going to be pretty rough. There's going to be games where he is not that good. He's obviously a rookie point guard, getting accustomed to the league. So uh, in a 10-team, maybe you sort of just put him on your watch list. But on a 12-team standard league, I would pick him up and sort of see how he goes. Um, I've done it in my league. See how it goes for a few weeks, and if if you can hold on to him, um, it may turn into something really good that can last the whole, whole year. I think he'll get better as the season progresses and he sort of finds himself going but um, just someone if not to, to add off immediately someone to definitely watch and, and see how they see how they're playing with an increased opportunity um, someone who can maybe get you some assists get you some threes some decent scoring but the percentages may be, may be a bit rough obviously field goal percentage ideally you'd be punting that category um, so do you guys like the the look of Cole Anthony? I haven't seen too much of him honestly but um yeah,
1: it's worth a, worth a pickup, I'd say. Just
0: someone just, we uh, highlighted, yeah. in our, someone we highlighted in our preseason rookie uh, draft in terms of um, if there were injury occurs. Now it has, so let's just see where this opportunity leads mm-hmm. to. So, um,
2: yeah, his fear goal has been atrocious since he took the starting point guard role. So quite you're hoping he picks it up. Have you look at Yahoo, he's actually been. A minus 15% in the last day So there's been a few people that's given up on him I think you should hold out, give it a few more weeks um, I yeah. think he'll pick it up as well
0: Yeah, it's, it's only been, I think, three games And in those three games he's put up 15, 8 And, and then 12 points respectively um, You know, averaging a steal In all those games um, he's, he's he's basically averaging One game They got smashed by the Bucs um, His minutes were down and obviously the the most recent games against Boston has been postponed. So again, and I think the next one may be in trouble being postponed again, keep an eye on that, but they might be playing. So just keep an eye on that. But I think it's someone that be patient with if you, if you can afford it. Um, if you're in a good position. Let's move on to, we'll do We'll do this a bit quicker in terms of drops. Uh, players who are rostered in more than 50% of leagues that you could probably do better. You could probably either stream the position or just look for one of those guys that we talked about in our ads. Cal, who is someone that you can drop and move on from?
2: All right, so this guy right now is owned at 56% of the league. Um, yep. It's too much. He should be dropped. <laughs> he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be owned um, at that many leagues. He is putting up 12 points. This is Anthony Edwards, the number one pick of the draft. Um, 12 points, but nothing else. That's really beneficial to a team. 2.9 rebounds, 1.9 steals. That hurts you. 0.5, sorry, 1.9 assists, uh, 0.5 steals. That's not good. 0.2 blocks. That's terrible. Field goal percent is 38% So he's hurting you there. It's one of those guys who's like, puts up some points, but even then it's sporadic and everything else hurts your team. So yeah. he, he's not a good player to have. Um, I think if you want to hold out, maybe he'll put it up, but I don't think this is his year. Anthony Edwards is a bit of a, a project. Uh, he needs a few more years, really, to become a fantasy asset.
0: Yeah, look, he's probably being owned because he's the number one pick. He's that, got that name value. But, yeah, like you said, we, we picked him in our, like in our rookies. We were not high on him, um, and it looks like that's true. And this is even with Carly Down missing time, and Cat's back now so it's only going to get even worse so uh, I definitely agree Uh, I would not be going near (laughs) him at all you didn't have to go so hard on him man I'm an owner of Anthony
1: Edwards I just talked up your player you (laughs) got got to return the favor you can't just be roasting him like that are you going to drop him after this (laughs) man oh he's been he's been on the the very edge for a very long time. I should have dropped him weeks ago, but I think it's the time now, mate. <laughs> I
0: think it's the time. It's a bit of yeah, reverse Jermaine psychology. You're just Lopez trying to pick him on up
2: the, on the trade finder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, do you really want him? I'd rather Robert Lopez almost. <laughs> That's true, uh, he, he, you could see him <laughs> on the waiver wire in the next few days, but yeah, yeah. I, I think there's definitely, there's, there's really no reason to hold on to Anthony Edwards. I, I agree with you there, Cal. Uh, Jermaine, who's your first drop?
1: Um, this, uh, my, my first is alfred payton he's yeah. owned in a whopping 62 percent leagues this dude is just not a good player in general <laughs> i don't know i mean he hasn't been good on the magic he's on the knicks now so even a worse situation like i don't think this this i don't know how people 62 percent of leagues have this guy rostered because he's, he's averaging 14 points four rebounds four Four assists. That's
0: decent, but man. I don't know as about a that. starting
1: point guard, he's only averaging point six steals, point two blocks, two point three turnovers for his four assists. Sixty three percent from the line. Yeah, he hurts you from the line, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He hurts and zero point eight. Is that point eight? Yeah, point eight threes as well. So this, he's not. He's not good at anything, but
0: he's going to hurt you in a, bu- a bunch of other things. So I'll, I'll push back on that, and and the four and a half assists is valuable. I, I think Ugh. I think that's valuable, um, in, in the right build in like in a, in a uh, your build, Jermaine. No, <laughs> in that that's a in that in that punt punt free throw percentage. you You'll know be punt punting trees. four categories
1: if this dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's all right. He's the end of the end of the bench sort of guy. I, I think he's valuable. What I am worried about though is um, the competition for his minutes at, as the season ends. I think that is it quickly. What's is it? What's his yeah, first Quigley, name? the
2: rookie.
0: Yeah, the rookie quickly. I think he could um, be taking away some minutes from Alfred Payton as the season goes on. Although, in saying that, Thibodeau, I don't know, doesn't play his rookies, so mm. who knows? But he quickly has looked like the much better player, and it wouldn't surprise me if he takes the job off Alfred relatively soon yeah. uh, as the Knicks start to suck more than they
1: are currently. Mm. Like Alfred has been For the last month He's been ranked
0: 242 that, That's on the back Of the free throw percentage So if I If you guys yeah. just keep talking I'll, I'll see where he ranks As a punt free throw percentage guy But But I'm, he's not I'm giving sure you
1: assist, I mean he's not giving you Sorry steals or blocks Or threes and free throw is not great so yeah but he's
2: still giving, like the 14 4 and 4 is still valuable. That's, that's what value. tricks people that's other players they, they
0: all count though they all count <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what I'm saying in certain yeah. builds I think you can hold him but if if you're someone who looks after those things that you're talking about then yeah you definitely mm. can drop him and, and move on but um, just just make sure that your build can sort of Take his free throws, or you don't give a fuck, so it doesn't matter. Um, or like, if you're like me, you don't care about free uh, turnovers, and, and that doesn't matter either. Um, okay, let's move on to the next drop, which is my drop and my first one. And look, my two drops, unfortunately, are players that are on my team. And the first one may surprise everyone. Um, it's it's James Wiseman. <laughs> um, and look, some people may not like this one. I think this might be like, what the fuck, James Wiseman? He's looked amazing. If you are someone who is struggling in the standings, you've got some injuries, you've got some players out with protocol, I think it is okay to move on from Wiseman because he is not playing enough minutes at the moment. Um, and I don't think his minutes are going to increase dramatically anytime soon. I think if you can hold him and you are, you, you think you're going to make the playoffs, and I think you're confident with that or you're doing well in your league you hold. You definitely, definitely hold. Because at the end of the year, he is probably going to be a must-roster player. But at the moment, I think he's just not providing enough stats to be held if you need the wins right now. Because a lot of the league has lots of injuries. There's lots of protocols and things going on right now. So what's what's he playing in terms of minutes? I'm just looking it up right now. But it's he's not finishing games for the Warriors. He's getting subbed out. They're playing a lot of Eric pascal and Draymond Green, small ball. Um, so, his minutes are probably not going to go up because he's, he's just not contributing to winning basketball. Um, the, the blocks are nice, but he's hurting you in free throw percentage. Um, he doesn't get any assists or steals. Um, the threes are no longer there. So, um, he's a bit of a stash at this point rather than someone who's actually contributing to your team. Um, he's ranked the... He's the he's a 222nd ranked player uh, at the moment, which is obviously not rosterable. So... Um, if you need to, I think you can drop Wiseman if you need the wins. What do you guys think? I'm holding him though, by the way, because I'm, I'm confident. in Ali, <laughs>
1: I think, yeah, I think he's um he's just one of those young dudes on a winning team now, like a win now team. so yeah. And it's just gonna take a bit of time. It might take this entire season. Yeah.
0: but yeah. It's not it's
1: not something depending yeah. on your situation, I guess. we um, it's it's stand. a
0: situation dependent um, yeah. sort of drop. I think, um, like for example, for me personally. I like my chances to make the playoffs Um, I have not missed the playoffs in our league um, yet so hopefully uh, even if I scrape in there uh, and Wiseman's playing his best basketball by then then I consider that a win so but if you need to get the wins I would drop him
1: Mm. I would say that my Anthony Edwards is a very similar I know I'm making the playoffs so I'm just waiting (laughs) I'm just waiting you know for him to I don't see
0: the upside with Edwards Wiseman's got upside I don't see it with Edwards not on that team just you wait all right, Kel, who's your last drop?
2: All right, my last drop. I mentioned him last um, last podcast. It's going to be Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. Um, he is 62% owned. He is on a very deep team. I, I've barked on him before. Um, he's coming off the bench. He's going to play limited minutes. He was known for scoring and your free throws. Re- really elite in those two categories. Coming off the bench, it's not really going to be there. He might have the odd game here and there where he's going to put up some points. Um, if, if you hear word that there's injuries then he's going to start, you, you can pick him up but I, I think just get rid of him at this point it's not worth owning, he's injured right now under, I think it's just the COVID protocols um, but I, I, this, yeah. he's, not, he's not a positive really um, for your team currently and there's better I players think, out there
0: I think he is actually injured, he's got right ankle sprain next to his name, and he's been dealing with that for a, quite a while, he came back and played three minutes before re-injuring it last time so they're going to be cautious
2: yeah, there you go and he's always going to have that injury prone um, kind of you know, label on his yeah. head just because of previous seasons I've owned it before and he was putting up really good stats this is years ago and then he just went down just before the playoffs and yeah. it pissed me off a fair because he carried my three throws so much so um, maybe look I've got a bit of a bias against him after that but uh,
0: (laughs) no I think I think it's fair I think it's fair there's no reason to be holding on for someone who's injured who's going to come back who may not even be top 100 I don't think he's worth the stash there Uh, potentially even if you've got an an injury reserve spot because there's so many injuries happening right now um, you know with the protocols and things like that it's it can be hard to hold a guy that doesn't really have much upside so I I definitely think he's a drop and he definitely shouldn't be in 62% leagues Um, do you Think the same, Jermaine, or are you happy to hold him? Oh, I'd, I'd be dropping him honestly. Yeah, I think there's too much competition. Yeah, in that team, so there's not enough upside. Yeah, drop him immediately, um, Jermaine. Who's your last drop?
1: Um, bit of an obvious one, I'm sure we all think of this, but um, Hassan Whiteside, who's uh, owned in 68 percent of leagues, uh, ranked 321 in the past month. Um, Oof. He, yeah. <laughs> And that's simply just because he just hasn't been playing. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing like 10 minutes a game. Or one stint against Portland, he played 24. And he put up numbers. But um, I just don't think he's in the same shape as he was last year. And he's just one of those big dudes. If he's not in shape, he's not playing. I also just think he's not good.
0: I think he just he's just not a good player. I don't think he... Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's NBA caliber really anymore. He's sort of like that... At best, like that Boban kind of type that if mm. you see the matchup, like, you know, say Holmes is out injured and you may be able to stream him in for a day or two yeah. at best, but long-term hold. He's just not getting the minutes. He's got a few games where like there's zero minutes there. That's not an injury. That's him just not getting time on the court and mm. the coach is not putting him in. So, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely drop him. Um, forget the... Uh, the top what was he top 30 player that he was last year he's, he's yeah just, something like that yeah he's, he's always been a good good stats bad player sort of player so um, and it's reflecting now with the minutes um, so definitely definitely drop him Um stream yeah, only sad. I'll add yep. um,
2: for some reason he's plus 4% the last day that makes no sense since the last <laughs> two games he's put up 10 minutes um, but it's it's not really it's not really he, he was on a a desperate team for a center last season with the the injuries This season he he moved to a team in Sacramento Kings who have Holmes who is actually a really good player and um, Bagley's literally gone into like a backup center role and and when I say that it's because when they close games they're bringing Halliburton on and Marvin Bagley's been playing on the bench Marvin Bagley has been putting up 20 minutes um, for the past you know couple weeks so he's taken a hit fantasy wise and if you look at that it's literally Holmes is your number one centre Bagley I guess is the, the B option and Hassan's the third string centre for this team that's why he's putting up 10 minutes a game the past couple games so he's, mm, he's not yeah. worth owning um, the only reason you pick him up if, if there is an injury um, and then he'll put up some stats again but he's just yeah one of those guys big stats bad player yeah um, sticking with the
0: the Kings theme, my last
2: drop of the day
0: is Marvin Bagley, another player that I unfortunately own. Um, look, I segregated yeah. that to you nicely. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the the, the assist there, Cal. Um, but like he's, I've, I've been holding out. I've been, I, I still currently holding him, but I'm, I'm getting very close to dropping. And I think you can you can definitely find something better on the wire or stream the position because. I just don't think he's good. I think, I think I've seen enough to sort of realize that he's just not a good player. Yes, he was a number two pick, but it was awful at the time. Um, I don't know what the Kings were thinking picking him over Doncic. Um, like, everyone at the time thought that was bad, and it's proven to be right. He, he's playing power forward. He's not a power forward. He's a center. Holmes is the better center, and he's not even closing the games for the Kings at the moment. He's sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter,
2: playing 25. 25- Sorry? Halliburton's is a better player. So. Oh,
0: Halliburton's a much better player and he definitely deserves the minutes over him. So, um, yeah, look, he's look, he gets the, some kind of points and he gets the rebounds. Yeah, sure. And he did have, um, not too long ago, a decent game with 21, 12, two steals and two blocks, but just following it up, it's, it's, it's sporadic at best. The percentages are rough. Um, You know, the free throws is is really hurting your teams. The field goal percentage is poor for a big man. And just no assists, no steals, no blocks, no threes. There's just not enough goodness there to sort of make him worthwhile dropping. If if you're in a really strong position, maybe you continue to hold. But I I don't even see the upside that he has compared to someone like Wiseman. I, I just... I think he's just not even close to as good of a player um, or, or statistical producer in limited minutes. So I think you can easily move on from Bagley, um, especially if percentages are a concern. Any gripes with that one, boys? No, completely agreed. Drop that boy. Drop that boy. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, that, um, that will do it for us today. Um, if you are on Twitter, please follow us at uh, Ball Boys NBA, uh, where we're, we're talking Twitter. Uh, Talking NBA and fantasy, um, quick reactions and and things like that. So if you can't wait for our next podcast, follow us over there. Um, Give us a like on YouTube, subscribe, tell your mates to subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, so help us out here by letting all your mates know. And if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, chuck us a five-star rating. uh, It'll really help us out. Um, And until next time, catch us
2: later. Bye.